0: Sox. White Sox! White socks, Go! 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 Call your sons! Call your daughters! Holy cow! You can't put it on the board! Yeah. 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 It's a perfect game! And go grand slam! A White Sox winner and a world championship! Jimenez, he he's your hero tonight! Thanks, Cubs!
1: The dynamic duo of Herb Lawrence and Chris Sano. Those two are like a tag team, you know?
0: Hi, this is Jim Tomey, and the best White Sox talk is on Locked On
2: Sox Podcast with Tanny and Herb. Hello, and welcome back to Locked On Sox. My name is Herb Lawrence. You can follow me on Twitter at EcknerWall23, and Chris Tannehill is at Chris Tannehill. And our show is at Locked On Sox. Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Go there and subscribe. Hit the notifications bell if you want. 312. 312- 566-8727, we'll be using that number a lot this episode, 312-566-8727 to leave a voice message, leave one after the t- Detroit game tonight, or socks at gmail.com. Without any further ado, it is Chris Tannehill. Chris, how is your
3: evening? Oh, it's going just fine. You know, uh, we tricked you. No uh, no, <laughs> no Friday night recap for us. We're going to squeeze out a mailbag here for you guys because it couldn't be me sitting here waiting because you never know. That game could go on for hours and hours and hours. Uh, then we technically wouldn't get it in on a Friday. So we're going to do a little mailbag episode here. It's We call it lunch with locked on socks because we'll drop this around the lunch hour on Friday and give you guys some good vibes, hopefully, going into the weekend. And we are brought to you today by Spotify Green Room. Download the Spotify Green Room app and find one of our locked on rooms. Scott Merkin does a fine job covering the White Sox for MLB.com. And in the midst of just tweeting play by play things that happen, I'll never understand why uh, beat writers. Tweet play-by-play, play play, especially when there's, like, most people, if they follow beat writers, they follow them all, you know? So um, yep. I, I would say, you know, whatever. Um, I think uh, when you're working for a big media entity, they like to see that you're active on social media, so I get it. Uh, but this one was a little bit more than just the, the status quo, random play-by-play uh, play thrown in there. Scott Merkin got to tweeting in the middle of the ball game, and uh, Merkin tweeted this, quote, White Sox will look to add to this group, but they don't need much to get to that next elite level. And I get the goal for them is World Series title, not just pummeling much of the AL Central, but their hope for adding Eloy Jimenez and Luis Robert sometime in the second half are pretty good pickups without trading anyone in the process. Oh. Hmm. It's happening, Herb, isn't it? Is it happening? The whole, hey. You said it. Yep. I, yep, I, I, it I, I said it. I Son said it, man. <laughs> I, <wish laughs> I didn't think it was this quick. I didn't think it
2: going to be this quick. Well, I thought they are going to at least wait until after they got them back.
3: Nah, man. No. The um, word is out. Yeah, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, God. So, it just, it's now, so bad. Or, now, this could be or, Scott Merkin going rogue here and just giving us his uh un- unabashed, unsolicited baseball opinion.
2: Or uh, we could be doing the same thing. But the opposite of what we were accusing Bob Nightingale or the White Sox organization doing to Bob Nightingale, where they're sending out information so Merck can put it out there and then on the other side, get a trade and say, when am I having a senior moment? Merck. (laughs) (laughs) setting up that narrative (laughs) what a ridiculous thing over there (laughs) Merck that would be a
3: (laughs) hilarious thing if Rickon just come out and and blast Merck like the White Sox trade for Max Scherzer or something or just something totally off the wall and then just blast Scott Merkin you know for no reason and Merck's just like you're the one that gave me this info (laughs) what an idiot (laughs) right guys
2: I mean it's like yeah I think you know hearing this it's you know it's I see that is more of the truth, what you're talking about, that, you know, this is them setting up the narrative and getting it out in the atmosphere. So everybody's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're getting two all-star caliber players. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What more can you ask for than those type of players that you want on your team? Oh, man. White Sox are making great moves. Getting that out in the atmosphere so it can be easily digested when it does happen. So, yeah. I mean, you you put it out there, and when you said, it, I was like, that that
3: sounds right. Now, I know Rick Hahn's listening because I said this is exactly what what they're gonna do. This is from the GM playbook. this is you know, this is trade deadline 101. Talk about guys that are hurt and getting them back are like making big time trades. you know, so I, I hope this is not the case, but it it provides us a good opportunity here. You know what? let's uh, should we open up the mailbag and then I will ask you a, a question that's a follow up to that. Let's do it. All right. Got a lot of emails. We're going to try to get to some.
1: There's another email. I love
2: email. Email, email, email.
3: And I love your emails. How does the Locked on White Sox listener say they have a burning question that they want to get uh, uh, us to answer on the show? How do they go about getting their question on the Locked on White Sox podcast, Herb?
2: Send it to lockedonsocks at gmail.com. That is socks at gmail.com for your questions, comments. Don't have to be about baseball, but we prefer it to be about baseball. White Sox. Anything you want to talk about, though?
3: Absolutely. So, hey, hey my name's Chris. I'm uh, calling from the northwest side. Uh, I've got a follow up question about uh, what Scott Merkin was talking about. Ruff, um, ruff. <laughs> thank I was you. You're not first caller. Yeah. Um, so we we were we we tend to as as the day by day basis here. We we tend to reevaluate what are the biggest needs for this team and. You know, we'll, we'll talk about Gavin Sheets, I'm sure, here in a bit, but you know, um, what do we feel are, now are the biggest needs for, for Rick Hahn to address uh, during the trade deadline? Now that you, we, 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 we have more information now than we did, I think the last time we talked about it, with Eloy looking like he's going to come back sooner than later. If you go by what he said, it's a concern for me. But now with Kopech being back in the mix, because that was a big variable that we didn't have before. So now we have uh, Eloy Jimenez on his way back. Uh, That's a power bat you're adding to the lineup. And now you have Michael Kopech hopefully back for good at the back end of the bullpen. What do you see as the White Sox' biggest needs now as we really get into the home stretch here, the next three weeks here of the trade deadline?
2: 100% the White Sox need a above average second baseman to man that position. And I don't know if it's going to be Frazier or if it's going to be Escobar or somebody else that we're not thinking of right now that they have to pull the trigger. Danny Mendick is fine. He's fine. Exactly that. I want to be secure in knowing even, that is a good point, I think, brought up by either Lawrence or Danny Parkins or Matt Spiegel today. Even If If it was a
3: good point, it wasn't Danny. I assure you that
2: even if you do have (laughs) these guys say they don't go and trade for any of these people with the luck of the white Sox, their replacements will be hurt that's happened many times adam ingles out again so if you go and get no one and you're already bare at second base and you're starting mendick and if he gets hurt then you're going down to the minors and getting a player either in jake berger or another second baseman who's not ready, or maybe you, you can have Tim Beckham right there and have him as the fifth or fourth second baseman you've had playing that position. So you're bare and you're even worse at the position than if you just went out and made a move. So I would want Escobar to be on the team because he's above average second baseman or Fraser, but also to fortify the team. Same thing with right field position. Gavin Cheats is playing awesome. I don't believe Gavin Sheets is this awesome. I think he's having a great week. So to fortify that position with a Major League Baseball player, they're probably going to do the Adam Ingle, Adam Eaton thing okay. with a little Gavin Sheets in there. So I don't like that. I would like to see if there's a guy out there that could be had in right field. Pipe dream is Nick Castellanos, but if they give a above-average right fielder, I'll be fine with that.
3: All right. So I, I would say, yeah, I, I think – being informed with the fact that that your two stud outfielders are coming back soon, you know, I know we talked about you can't count on them, but let's say you're, you're limited with quote unquote limited financial resources to absorb a contract, and you know you, you you fall in love with your prospects, and you don't you don't want to make a big time deal, you want to just have a stopgap, and you're going to pursue the Eduardo Escobar route. I I, I totally understand that point there. If, if if that's what you're going to do. Um, so I I would go back to saying that, yeah, I think second base is a big time spot you may want to fulfill, and I still think right handed relief is a spot that you want to fill because although Ryan Burr's doing a hell of a job now and you've got Kopeck in there, um, I'm from the schools you could never have enough arms down there, uh, because you know, guys feel differently at different points of the season, and some guys got you know, they just go through certain spells and you you just got to have some out getters down there and if you're gonna make that deal for a right-handed arm in the bullpen or for a second baseman, why not both? If if you're truly if, if the Eduardo Escobar thing's not going to happen, then it's it's not going to happen. I think it would have happened already. It was just so weird the way it all went down. Unless they were just waiting to you know see if Eduardo Escobar is going to be a white uh, an all star for the Diamondbacks, you know the D backs. I don't know if they're just waiting for that and waiting for that thing. And then I started thinking about the move that you that you should make if you really want to to have a go for it move, fulfilling two needs then I think you make that deal with the pirates for Adam Frazier and Richard Rodriguez. I, I like the more I think about it and the, the you know, the, the, the Pittsburgh vibes have gone away in terms of our love for that city and that ballpark. But I still keep going back to those two guys right there on a team that's going nowhere uh, as guys that that I think could help out this team immensely, and yeah, Adam Frazier is an all star, and we'll get to some of the all star selections and the lack of White Sox representation there. But yeah, I think that's that's a team that that you could make a deal with right there. You've, you've showcased Gavin Sheets here, maybe you can showcase Jake Berger here, but yeah, the, those two, those two guys I have circled as uh, that that's a that that's a that's a win right there I, you know if as long as you don't give up anyone on your on your 25 man roster 26 man roster i think that's a win i'm i'm down to i don't know if i'd give up jared kelly Uh, maybe for both of those guys, like, you know, you, you, you deal from the high end on Kelly and you get those two guys back and then maybe you deal from the low end, like to just to have just some more warm bodies to appease the pirates. But I would maybe consider that, um, because you know, it's, it's all about going for it, man. And I think this team has earned the the right to, to get the reinforcements here. But we have an email here from Mike Victor along the same lines here. Hey guys, so enamored with Gavin Sheets the last few games. Haven't we seen enough to DFA Adam Eaton at this point? Not saying Sox shouldn't try to upgrade via the uh, upgrade the outfielders via trade, but if Sheets is good enough at right field with his lefty bat, Eaton definitely isn't on this team, especially with Goodwin and Hamilton as outfield depth. Have a great holiday guys. Go Sox. That's from Mike Victor. All right, Herb, what what do you think is going to become of Adam Eaton? Because Adam Engel is going to come back as well. And pretty soon you're going to have Eloy, Robert, hopefully, and uh, Adam Engel. And then... Billy Hamilton has endured himself to this team, and he's doing a lot of good things for you. I think Brian Goodwin may be an odd man out here, even though he's done a bang-up job. But I, I you know they're going to have to make a tough decision here with a couple of these guys, I think, uh, Eaton and Goodwin specifically. What do you think Adam Eaton's future is? If we look ahead to the end of 2021, uh, is, uh, let's say it's September, is Adam Eaton going to be a White Sox, you think?
2: I would say... You know, in my heart of hearts, what I want to happen? No, I don't want him to be on the team in September. But what I think is going to happen is he is going to be playing for the White Sox until the end of the year. Seven million is not a lot of money, and that's half of it's already spent. I don't see them eating any money for Adam In Eaton, especially he's been with the team. He left on good terms. Uh, I'm sure that either Jerry or Rick or all, all three of them, Kenny, too, like the guy and well, you know, he MF'd him, but either like the guy enough to bring him back in the fold, it's going to be real tough to say, oh, hey, we're on DFAU and keep a rookie and Gavin sheets up here where we have options on him to send him back down and keep you over a guy like Brian Goodwin, who's playing well and has versatility and a, a decent bat but we don't really know him, and we have redundancy with him, and at least Billy Hamilton's fast and he's a better outfielder, so we, if we're going to choose between the black outfielders, which has been Billy <laughs> Hamilton. So I don't <laughs> think they're going to be... Is know, that
3: another one of Manfred's rules that I didn't know about? Yes. Like, you, you, you must not have a redundancy of black outfielders? Like, yes. like I did not know that. That's crazy, man. The rules that they're changing in the middle of the season here are really getting out of control.
2: Yeah, and so I think... The White Sox are going to stay with him. I don't want that to happen, but I think he'll be staying on the team the whole year. Yeah. What about yourself,
3: I tend to agree. I think the the aspect of he's the guy that you initially targeted, and that they, they you know a team is always going to double down on their bad decision, and they're going to say, "Hey, this is what we want at a meeting here. We signed him to be on this team." Well, we, during the postseason, and to to give us that that look of a left handed stick, uh, the, the, that 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 sandpaper and grit that we that we want out here, and I just think the professional courtesy of the guy that's that's been in the league for a while, and a guy that you signed to a contract, I think he's going to be granted that professional courtesy of being allowed to hang around unless an injury. Will uh, put him on the shelf again, which I worry about. And Brian Goodwin, maybe he's in a spot now where he can find a starting gig somewhere else. Maybe with definitely not as good a team as the White Sox, but maybe he's proved to to some scouts and some GMs out there like, "Hey, I still belong at this level." I was I was left for dead in Pittsburgh, not really given a, a great opportunity, but I've shown what I can do uh, in a winning culture with the White Sox. So I, I think maybe that's the best case scenario for him. But yeah, man, they you know the Gavin Sheets thing. Look, I. I I don't know. I have been wrong before. I I don't. I'm not a great prospect evaluator. You know, the Zach Collins is slowly but surely trying to prove me wrong. I'm not a huge Zach Collins fan, but they don't win mm-hmm. that game yesterday without him. And when I see Gavin Sheets, yeah, you have to love the look from the left-handed side, not only getting on base but having a little little slug to it. And I, I just love the love his approach. You know, tip your cap to a kid for coming up and and jumping on a moving train here and contributing in, in a big series, but. You know these guys. You can't. I'm not from the school of being able to think you can count on a rookie as you get into uh, the stretch run here. Like I'm not comfortable doing that. You know, if you want to, you know, Gavin Sheets definitely has a place uh, on the White Sox five years from now. I would hope if things go well. But for right now, I don't want to count on Gavin Sheets whatsoever. You just hope it gives you enough of a spark uh, while you're going well, and you could say, okay we know that the, that this kid is either ready or not ready to be a here at this level so you know I, I don't i just don't think that it would be smart to count on him and uh, i think eden will will be given the benefit of the doubt of being a veteran and i think he'll be allowed to stick around provided that he's healthy but yeah thank you mike for checking in as always here More of your questions from the mailbag next here on Locked on White Sox. This episode of Locked on White Sox is brought to you in part by Fully Loaded Chew. Fully Loaded Chew is tobacco-free, long-cut, and pouches that give you the same pack, dip, spit, and buzz you're used to without tobacco. Available in nine flavors, Fully Loaded Chew is made with all food-grade ingredients and tobacco-free nicotine, the purest form of nicotine available. But don't just take my word for it. Listen to Brad Fuller from the National Pro Fishing League tell you more.
1: I've been a dipper of chewing tobacco for over 20 years. I have quit, started, and quit, and started, and now I've found a product where I don't have to quit. Let me introduce you to Fully Loaded. This product is food grade quality, but it's not tobacco. That means the nicotine that's in this is not from tobacco. It's actually called TFN, it's Tobacco Free Nicotine. So you still get nicotine, but it's not from tobacco. Guys, I've tried a lot of these brands and things like this before. This is as close and as real to real tobacco as you're gonna get. You get all the benefits of it, and what I like about it, they have great flavors, they have pouches, they have straight, they have long cut, and it actually dips like real dip. It comes in fully loaded, half loaded and then the nicotine free so you, you can walk yourself back and walk away from the nicotine i love it you're gonna love it
3: and now fully loaded chew is offering a locked on team listeners a special offer right now you can try it just for one dollar that's right folks just one buck go to www.fullyloadedchew.com and use our promo code locked on that's right just one dollar and free shipping if you use the code locked on at checkout the next time you go for a dip make it fully loaded chew at fullyloadedchew.com next one coming up here we've got a voicemail checking in oh look who it is it's from one of our old friends here on the show we haven't heard from him in quite a while but here he is
0: hey there fellas it's paul correct calling here fresh off a sweep of the twins it just delights me uh i know you're doing the little friday mailbag thing uh my submission uh for a topic is our young players Uh, i after that, great. I saw D- Gavin Sheets play really well. I saw Andrew Vaughn play really well. I saw I saw Kopeck pitch a r- ridiculous, you know, one inning, which he probably should have pitched more. And I also saw some other things uh, from our young guys. Here's the thing: what I'm asking you guys is uh, to talk about on the on the pod. How good are these guys really? Because I want Nelson fucking Cruz. <laughs> And if we can trade two of these guys, like, is, is, you got Andrew Vaughn. By the way, is he 34? I know it says he's 23, but is it like a Cuban thing? Anyway, <laughs> he looks like he's 34. You is got Gavin Sheets, Cuban? who clearly had a great series. You got Burger. You, you got Birdie. Cody Hoyer, who looks awful. <laughs> uh, well, Matt Foster, we all know, is awful. I, I don't know. I'm saying, can we trade a couple of these guys to get Nelson Cruz? Because. For all I know, this is your Ryan Sweeney or your Gordon Beckham or your Matt Davidson, your Addison Reed. Fuck it, your Felix P.A. Who knows? Yeah, I had to go to the other side there. I'm just saying, if these guys aren't as good as they're actually going to be, maybe we need to trade them to get a World Series this year. So I would love to hear what you guys thought about it. How good are, are our young players? I, I just want to hear what you guys think. I know you've talked about it a little bit, but what if we can get if We can do, I don't know, Sheets and Hoyer for Nelson Cruz. Am I, am I crazy here? Sheets and Hoyer for Nelson Cruz. I just think trade what you got to get another bat because uh, I'm getting tired of, of watching young players end up being shitty. I don't want another Ryan, sweetie. Neither do you guys. (laughs) Great podcast. I'll keep listening. R.I.P. Jake Lamb.
3: Oh, R. I. P. Man, gone for n- gone, but not forgotten. Jake Lamb, uh, sent at five o'clock Central Time on Thursday evening. Uh, I think wow, right I th- after the game. I think, yeah, I think uh, old Paul correct. Maybe, maybe I don't know if he had a deal with a uh, a liquor delivery uh, <laughs> at, at the spot. To, you Happy know, maybe. hour, <laughs> a little early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, let's before we get to the prospect talk, Herb uh, Nelson Cruz uh, to the White Sox. What is this? Uh, what 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 is this November? What are we talking about here?
2: Exactly like the twins like oh yeah We hate you (laughs) and we Bought this guy from you guys In the offseason and you know what We want you to win a fucking division go ahead (laughs) Knock it out win the fucking world series while you're at Here's Nelson Cruz no That happened one time Where we were trying to Reacquire the guy now Eduardo Escobar, while we're going for the pennant, and we got Francisco Leniano, who was not good for the White Sox and turned out to be great for the Pirates and shut the White Sox down 7 0 in a game that we attended. We've uh, referenced that game here, but that's not going to happen. I don't believe the White Sox and Twins are going to make a deal, especially for a high priced player in the Twins' uh, estimate for him. If the White Sox wanted him, They would have got him in the offseason, and they trusted in their people. And we already spoke about it earlier. They're going to go with these two acquisitions are our acquisitions. Got Luis Robert. We got Eloy Jimenez. So getting a big-time DH like that in your division, I don't see that happening. I think that's very unlikely to happen.
3: Yeah, I, I don't think so either. And, uh, you know, as, as much as I would love – Nelson Cruz just amazes me, man. I believe he turned 41 yesterday, still raking and, and meaningful hard. games. Like hitting the ball hard every time, dude. And, like, it gets to the point where it's like you better just put him on. Just throw up the four fingers and put him on first base because he's going to hit every single time. I don't know how he does it. It's amazing. But, yeah, I do not think the Twins are trying to do the Sox any favors. I know they say – the, they'll they'll look at whoever has the best package, you know. That's what they'll they'll put a public face on it. And many people said that the, the Cubs would never trade with the White Sox and vice versa. And then you have the Eloy trade. But you know, I, there is no love lost between these two organizations. I, I would not think. And you know, that's just that's that's hard to salvage if Nelson Cruz goes to the White Sox and helps. Uh, than win a world series like I, I do not see that happening I you know I think the higher caliber the player the less likely they are to be dealt within the division but uh, I, I certainly would love to see it but hey man where's he gonna play Where, where's he gonna play um, but when you look at all these prospects Herb you know Burger, we haven't seen yet hopefully we'll see a lot of them this weekend you know but Sheets Vaughn uh, who else do you ever want to throw in there? Um, you know who is your favorite who, like if you had to take a guess you know of, of all these guys that have the most staying power here, I know it's tough without seeing burger, but if you had to like you know let's just say these are like horses and we're betting on one of them. if you had to bet on, on one of these guys being on the White sox in five years, which one would it be? So I got burger sheets. Who else? Vaughn. Yeah, let's just keep it there because I'm not going to put Luis Gonzalez in this conversation quite yet. You can if you want, but uh, the guys that, that we've uh, seen here this year. Uh, she's fun.
2: Mm. I would say out of those three guys, Vaughn is the guy they gush about the most and seems like the least untouchable. And you could see a little snippets of him being actually good at his job. So crushing
3: right-handed pitching. You know, which helps, which is not something that this team has done that well of late. And he's he's hitting righties really well. So that that serves him well.
2: Yeah. And so if we're going to do that, yeah, it's going to be Andrew Vaughn's going to be the guy here in five years. And truth be told, I think he'll be the only guy here in five years out of those three guys.
3: Yeah. I, I mean... I, I think you're you're right on that. I, you know, I, I hate to use the phrase logjam now and, and glass ceilings for prospects because we talked about it yesterday. But if there's anything the season has taught you, it's that guys have to be malleable and and play anywhere and learn multiple positions. Like Jake Berger, even taking reps at second base on his road to the show. So yeah, but I would agree. I think Vaughn's the guy. I think the, the, they believe the bat, uh, the hit tool is 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 uber elite, and that's why uh, he was drafted so highly in in the deepest part of the rebuild when you had your, your best pick out there so but the Gavin Sheets being left handed you know that's 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 an interesting uh, angle there but that can make him very appealing to other teams as well when you're trying to make a trade uh, left handed stick with power so uh, thank you Paul Correct for for checking in but the, the short answer is no one knows how good any of these guys are, are going to be I'm not going to pretend like I know um, you know I, I can tell you that Andrew Vaughn has impressed me although the power numbers are not what you'd like them to be Just being able there to not look overmatched. Like, how many times have we seen him look overmatched this season? Not many. If, if at all, like he's, yep. he, you know, he stayed in the game, you know, for, for the most part this year. So that, that says a lot as well. And we have not seen enough of Gavin Sheets to know that. And uh, we hopefully uh, will not see that much of Jake Berger because that means that Moncada is probably on the shelf for a bit. So, but yeah, thank you there, Paul. We appreciate you. Take a quick timeout and go over the AL All-Stars. Where are the White Sox omissions and who still has a chance to be an All-Star this year in 2021? That's next here on Locked on White Sox. This episode of Locked On White Sox is brought to you by Bet Online. You know, baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action with our friends at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including baseball, basketball, hockey, and even UFC and MMA action. So, before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. And it's not just baseball you can bet on on a daily basis. Check out these cool prop bets, you can place that bet online. I mentioned the competitive hot dog eating contest in 2021. That's coming up soon. You can place a bet on who's going to win that. Right now, the over-under on Joey Chestnut, the goat, is set at 73 and a half hot dogs. You can place a bet on that, over or under. How about this? You can place a bet on who is going to testify at the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. Or how about which TV network is going to host the Golden Globes? Or better yet, how about which country is going to be the first to be attacked by aliens? That's right. I'm not kidding, folks. It's all there for you at BetOnline. Line. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in on the game as teams prep for their runs to the postseason and aliens. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And don't forget our promo code Locked On. And this episode of Locked On White Sox is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar, it's the best tasting protein bar ever. And let me tell you, folks, I'm down 21 pounds now. Thank you to our friends at Built Bar. I don't think I could have done it without them eliminating those bad sugary snacks from my diet and replacing them with the nutritious, delicious Built Bars has been a godsend for me. I just ordered a new 18-pack of German chocolate. They went on sale this weekend and uh, they may be gone by now, which is why you have to sign up for the email alerts and text alerts so you know when your favorite flavors come back. Like, I did. German chocolate is probably my best flavor, I would say, and now I get to have some. And I even ordered a special cooler. It's a built Bar cooler that they were offering last week with your purchase. Better head to builtbar.com now and see if they're still there. But I took some on the road with me to Pittsburgh, and they were kept nice and clean cool in their little built bar cooler they give you these nice little freezer packs to go with it it's really really a great thing to have if you're going on the road this summer get yourself some built bars now go to builtbar.com use our promo code locked 15 that's going to get you 15% off your next order that's what I did when I ordered my German chocolate built bars and you know if you're looking to lose weight or maintain weight they're just perfect when you talk about built bars you talk about how delicious they are, but also they're packed with protein. Your average built bar has about 17 grams of protein and just 130 calories with about 4 grams of sugar. Pretty good, right? And I'm telling you they taste awesome. One of my favorite flavors became one of my favorite flavors was back in stock recently, the coconut. I ordered some of those. Herb's favorite flavor, the peanut butter brownie is a mainstay. Go to builtbar.com promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your next order at builtbar.com. Our next show coming up, we'll recap the Tigers series on Monday. Uh, But before we get out of here, uh, and hopefully on Monday we'll be mentioning uh, the rest of these all-star teams. Because the the all-star teams were announced last night, at least the starters. Now these are voted on by the fans. Um, Start with the National League. Buster Posey catching third base, Nolan Arenado. At first, Freddie Freeman, the 2020 MVP. Shortstop, uh, some guy... Um, from San Diego, uh, never heard of him.
2: Some jackass traded Tatis. He's starting
3: for the National League and at short, at second base. Adam Frazier starting for the Pirates, and in the outfield is an interesting one. The the two Reds and one Atlanta Brave outfield of Ronald LaCunha Jr. Nick Castellanos and Jesse Winker are your National League starters as voted by the fans. And we'll get your reaction in a bit here after I mention the American League starters. The DH, no surprise here, Shohei Otane. And uh, at third base, Rafael Devers or Devers. Uh, catcher, Salvador Perez. At shortstop, it's Xander Bogarts. First base, Vlad Jr. With the outfield of Mike Trout, Aaron Judge, and Teo Oscar Hernandez. And former sock, old friend alert, Marcus Simeon at second base. So, if you will notice, no White Sox were mentioned in terms of the leading vote getters in all of baseball. It's uh, it's disappointing. I, I wouldn't say there was anyone that was overwhelmingly deserving from the White Sox. I thought maybe uh Yaz with a, with a late push there. Um, but you know, people look at that batting average, I think, and get scared off. But what are your takeaways uh, from these uh, two All Star teams, uh, if any, so far as now we know who the starters are going to be? I mean, we're going to have a replacement for Mike Trout
2: because he's not going to be able to play the game. So I understand why he gets the votes, but he's been out a long time now. So this is one of the reasons why I don't like the fan vote. I want people who earned it to get the thing in there, to get into the All-Star game. Mike Trout has enough accolades, and he hasn't earned the position to be an All-Star and. If he wasn't hurt, it would have been Brian Bu- Byron Buxton, who's having a much better year than anybody when he got hurt. So I don't like that, and I would love for the fan vote to change where we do this more as a, I don't know if you want to do the scribes, or if you want to do the players vote only for the All-Stars in the, uh, in the game, but the fan vote, this is ridiculous. Mike Trout is great, but he hasn't played enough games, but... The only player I thought on the White Sox that deserved an all-star starting spot as a position player was Yasmani Grandal. And like you said, hitting under 200, there's still some old school people who are doing this voting are like, Ugh, he's not having a good year. They just look at that and they're like, OK, over. I'm good. I see the 16 home runs and I see the RBIs high and I see the high walks. But that's below 200. I can't fuck with that. So, yeah, and Salvi's having a great year. 19 home runs. I think he's hitting like 280. So he's well deserved. But otherwise, I have no qualms about who made the All Star starting team. Great job by Adam Frazier, a guy who's a good player before. Now he's turned himself into an All Star starter like that. Congratulations, future White Sox.
3: <laughs> yeah, and I'm just, I'm kind of disappointed. No White Sox starters. I know there, there was, it, it, it's fair because n- none of them really truly. Deserved it overwhelmingly, but this is voted on by the fans, and I was hoping at this point in the White Sox window of contention they'd have some more household names, but truth be told, they didn't really deserve it. I I was disappointed that Tim has not had a good enough year where he would put himself back on the national map in terms of being one of the faces of baseball. You still see him in all the promos, but I was hoping he'd have a good enough first half. And, uh, to to take over shortstop and get a, a starting shortstop spot uh, for the American League in the All Star game, I just thought think that would have been awesome, especially with Tatis on the other side. That would have been really cool and symbolic. Uh, but it's not the case, and who knows? Maybe it's for the best. Maybe Tim will just come out of the second half on fire, and uh, you know, and and prove to be worthy in that regard. But uh, this is the thing: like he's never made an All Star team, right? No, because... Like, great year last year, wasn't recognized, had the Silver
2: Slugger. 2019, I don't think he got the, the proper uh, respect that he wanted. Because, so, Lind- yeah. Lind-
3: yeah, Lindor was a starter that year uh, in Cleveland. You know, that was the year Giolito and McCann made it. But, yeah, he's, he's never been an all-star. That's like sometimes that can be misleading, um, you know, but it's it's unfortunate that he did not have a good enough first half. But if you look at the guys that are on the White Sox now that have a chance to uh, be on this team, um, I think most of them are going to come from the pitching staff. Uh, who do you think uh, has the best shot to, to be named uh, an all-star uh, come Sunday? I believe it's going to be Sunday, I hope. Yeah,
2: I, I think it's going to be, <laughs> um, for starters, it's going to be two guys. Of course, we've talked about him at nauseum. Carlos Rodon will make the all-star. If he's not the starter, throw the thing in the garbage. And then Lance Lynn, one of our favorite pitchers. He's earned his job as a starting pitching uh, all-star this year. So those two, and then... They're gonna probably add Liam Hendricks as a closer. He leads the league, I believe, in saves this year. And some people still look at that. And He's had a pretty good year too. Uh sans the Thursday uh afternoon uh performance and nine non save situation. Those are always uh iffy for non for closers.
3: I think they've they may have room for two more other than what you mentioned, and of course that would be Monica and Rachel. Um, I think they're going to find their way to Colorado. Congratulations, Monica and Rachel. Uh, Liam Hendricks, didn't, not a fan of Josh Hamilton, by the way. Not Josh Hamilton. Awesome. Josh Donaldson. <laughs> or him either. Yeah, I don't know what he thinks about Josh Hamilton, but not a fan of Josh Donaldson, as he disclosed to Vinny Duber. So, you know, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a fan. <laughs> so, But, yeah, I think you're dead on. I think it's going to be those three guys, and that'll be it. Moncada getting hurt here. Does not help his chances, obviously, and uh, you know I think uh, we we thought maybe Ghermean would be ticketed for this ball game, uh, but oof, <laughs> been a rough ride uh, since we we made that grand. Uh,
2: like I said, Yasmani has a chance, yeah. But I, yeah, people look at that, know, those numbers and it's like, and I think he deserves it. And well, he deserves a starting, he deserves to be in that All Star game.
3: Who's who's managing? Uh, forgive me, who's managing the American League this year? I, I can't recall. It'd be Kevin Cash. Kevin Cash. All right, so you know. You'd think a forward-thinking manager like that, you know, former we're, catcher we're, himself. Yeah, I think yeah, Yasmani. I mean, you know what? Gun to my head now. I think yeah, Yasmani. I think will make it as as a reserve. And I think you're dead on about Lynn Rodon and uh, and and Liam Hendricks there. So that that's pretty good representation. Not ideal, but you'd certainly would take it considering where the Sox are in the standings, sitting five games up on the Tribe following uh, their loss to the Houston Astros last night, and they've got three more. Uh, against the Strohs in Cleveland. But uh, that's all I got. We'll recap the Detroit series on Monday, talk about the All-Star selections, and uh, yeah, that's all I got tonight, Herb. That is Chris Tannehill. Follow him at Chris Tannehill. My name is Herb Lawrence at
2: Ecknerwall 23 on Twitter, and at LockedOnSox for the show. 312-566-8727 is the way to leave us a voice message and do that after tonight's game or Saturday or Sunday's game and tell us your thoughts about the weekend action versus Detroit. Uh, Actually, we're going to be July 5th. We're off of actual work, so I don't know if we're going to be doing a show on Monday, Monday. We'll see.
3: Yeah, we got. Yeah, full disclosure. July is probably going to be. It's going to be an odd month for us, I think, because I know I'm going on vacation for about a week up in Michigan, and we're going to try to stack some shows. We're going to try to talk to some interesting people uh, to, you know, to take a look at the White Sox team and baseball at the halfway point. But yeah, it's going to be a weird month here. Um, You know, so I don't know what to tell you. It's it's the All Star break, and we're going to treat it. We're going to treat it as such.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've been working like the players we get a couple days off like them. So for Chris Tannehill, my name is Herb Lawrence and uh, I don't know if I finished off locked on socks at gmail.com. If you want to leave us an email for Chris Tannehill, Herb Lawrence. Thank you for listening to Locked on Socks.